Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. What would you say is the single most parenting decision? My next guest has the answer. I'm not surprised by it. I totally buy into it. Seth Stevens Davidowitz has been here before. He's a really bright guy. He's a data scientist. He's an author. I remember about five years ago when he published Everybody Lies. That was a New York Times bestseller and an economist book of the year. He's worked as a contributing op-ed writer for the New York Times, a lecturer at Wharton, a Google data scientist, got a BA from Stanford, and then graduated uh, with a PhD in economics from Harvard. Have I convinced you already that he is a bright guy? Today is the release day of his brand new book. It is called Don't Trust Your Gut, Using Data to Get What You Really Want in Life. It was excerpted 
in the Atlantic, and I made reference to it earlier uh, this week, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Hey, Seth, nice to have you back. Congratulations on the book release. Michael, thanks so much for having me again. It's always fun. 1,750, 1,750 difficult decisions get made in the first year of a baby's life by parents. Explain. Yeah, this is a recent study where they tried to count how many tough decisions a parent faces, and it's 1,750. That's just year one. They say the toughest year is year eight. So uh, parenting is is really challenging, and a lot of parents have uh, panic attacks nearly every night not knowing what to do. I mean, how do you possibly answer all these difficult questions? What's the Uh, name going to be? Are we going to... Are we going to ferberize? Are we breastfeeding? Who's the pediatrician? Yeah. Are we going to report this on social media? I mean, you stop and think about it. You can understand how it quickly gets to be 1,750. Yeah, and maybe they're even coming more now with social media. There are a million questions, uh, even more uh, questions maybe. So it's, it's pretty insane being a parent. I'm not a parent, but I've heard it's very uh, crazy, and certainly the studies say it is. And Seth, the the timing of this is fortuitous because abortion is so much in the news and consequently parenting is very much in the news. I had a, a conversation, I'll bet you know these guys, with I had a conversation on CNN this weekend with Tom Donahue, as a matter of fact, from uh help me TC. John Donahue. John Donahue yeah. from Stanford. He and Stephen I, Levitt, of course, you know, wrote the abortion data analysis. Uh, relative to crime that ended up being a whole chapter in in Freakonomics. So I'm I'm a glutton for your type of analysis. You say that there's one parenting decision that matters more than all others. What is it? Yeah, so it's basically where you raise your kids. Uh, so there's, there have been all these studies that the overall effects of parents are a lot smaller than we think. Uh, twins for identical twins raised by totally different parents end up about the same, uh, which says that parents really aren't doing much. Uh, genetics are doing most of the heavy lifting and how kids turn out. But there's a twist on that, which is there's pretty good evidence and talking about the research of Raj Chetty and others that where you are raised can dramatically influ- influence uh, your, your lifelong outcomes uh, to the point that it's clear that a big percent of all parenting decisions, you know, we face 1,750 in the first year, tens of thousands over the course of parenting, and probably one where you raise your kids uh, is, is by far the most important, maybe more important than all the others combined, to be honest. Identical twins, Jim Lewis and Jim Springer. I'm disbelieving of this. I, I need to I need to know more. Tell me about these two. <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, they met as adults. They were raised separately. They met as adults. They, uh, they ended up having just about the exact same taste. Uh, they both liked Miller Lite beer. Uh, they both bit their nails. They did a, a ton of other things. They, they both even named their kids Jim Allen, although it's really hard to believe. That may just be a coincidence. It's hard to believe genetics uh, cause someone to prefer the name Jim Allen, uh, but it does show that those stories and so many other stories show the power of genetics and how we turn out. Uh, so it, it's basically the two things in parenting, genetics you give your kids and the neighborhood you give your kids. Those are by far the most important things, uh, not whether you put them on social media or let them watch TV or how much you read to them. All those other things seem to not matter that much. Uh, the genes you're giving them and the neighborhood you're raising them in 
are basically going to turn uh, determine how they turn out. So Lewis and Springer are identical twins. They reunite at age 39. They find that they are each six feet tall and weigh 180 pounds. Okay, I get that. Bit their nails. I get that. Had tension, yeah. headaches, fine. But wait a minute. They they each owned a dog named Toy when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. They went on family vacations at the same beach in Florida, worked part-time in law enforcement. They liked Miller Lite, Salem cigarettes. There was one notable difference. This is from your book. Jim Lewis named his firstborn James Allen, A-L-A-N. Jim Springer named his James Allen a L L A N. Holy smokes. <laughs> I mean I mean I think again that's if you have enough identical twins that may just be some of those things may be a coincidence. Uh I don't really think there's a gene uh that's uh the gene that determines where, uh what you name your dog or what you name your kid. Uh, but it it's uh, stories like that show that genetics are more powerful. Than many of us realize, uh, you know, the, 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 that story and many and stories of many other twins. Seth, in 1996, Hillary Clinton publishes her own book. It takes a village. I'm sure people will remember that and the argument that children's lives are shaped by many people in their neighborhood: firefighters, cops, garbage collectors, teachers, coaches. And then Bob Dole is the nominee of the Republican Party. That was Kemp Dole, 96. And as you point out, he brings the house down when he says, quote, with all due respect, I am here to tell you it does not take a village to raise a child. It takes a family to raise a child. So who was right? Uh, I think it's pretty clear the data says that Hillary Clinton was right on that one, uh, that the village you are raised in. Uh, dramatically uh, affects uh, kids' outcome. And uh, they've actually found what are the characteristics. There there are certain neighborhoods that are much better uh, for raising kids. And what is it about those neighborhoods? What are the traits of those neighborhoods? And they found some of the biggest uh, correlates of a good neighborhood are things like the percent of adults in that neighborhood that return their census forms or a percent of two-parent households or a percent of adults with bachelor's degrees, with college degrees. So it's basically smart, accomplished, good citizens in that neighborhood, uh, kind of Hillary Clinton's point, uh, that having a lot of good, uh, good accomplished, uh, socially active neighbors uh, can really help your kids. And but them why? What, so it, it, explain, to me, explain to me why this makes sense to you as a data scientist. Why would it matter so much the neighborhood in which, the zip code in which you are raising your children? Well, I think one of the things I took from this data is, you know, kids, when you think about it, they have mixed opinions about their parents. They go through stages, just about every kid. Sometimes they think the parent's the coolest person in the world. Uh, the less, Sometimes they think their parent's the least cool person in the world. And sometimes they want to do the exact opposite of what their parents do. But kids' relationships with their uh, with the other adults in their neighborhood are much less complicated. So uh, if the people that the other people they're seeing around, they're usually thinking they're pretty cool. And that's why studies have shown that they can really impact the kid's life, that little girls who move to neighborhoods with a lot of adult female scientists are much more likely to become female scientists themselves. 
So uh, if you think about it as a parent, who are you exposing your kid to? Uh, they're going to think those people are pretty cool, and you may find them uh, following in, in their footsteps. Is this an economic analysis only, or is this also, I'm not sure how to describe this, uh, in, a, in an era when we're also worried about anxiety and depression among uh, our kids, is this also an adjustment analysis? Are you saying they're going to do better financially or that they'll also be better adjusted? So they've tested a lot of things. They've tested getting married, uh, not, not, not being a teenage mother, uh, education, which, which correlates with a lot of psychological traits. Uh, th- these huge studies have required mining uh, data sets from tax records, and your tax records don't say whether you're happy or depressed or anxious. Uh, so we don't know for sure. There are, uh, there are some uh, traits that parents really do have a big impact on kids. Uh, one of them, actually, one of the biggest uh, impacts a parent can have on a kid, the data tells us, is how the kids feel about the parent. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, which could be very important for a parent. You want your kids to think you, you're a good person and to love you. And that's an area where parents really do uh, have an impact. So uh, maybe if, they should put more focus into that. But as far as turning them into scientists or turning them into, uh, you know, high-earning individuals or entrepreneurs, it seems like the other people in the neighborhood may have more of an impact than the parents. And Seth, we should point out, if people are listening to my conversation with Seth Stevens-Davidowitz, by the way, brand new book today, Don't Trust Your Gut, is the title. And if they wonder, what what's the basis, where are you getting this from, among your data sources is what Raj Chetty did. He was able to, as you explained, get the IRS to give his team of researchers all this anonymous data about an entire generation of American taxpayers. Can you explain that? Yeah, exactly. So it's de-identified anonymous data, and they basically see uh, where kids are raised, where kids spent every year of their childhood, and then how much they ended up earning or various outcomes. He's even done the study of uh, scientists was patents, having uh, a patent in a field. And uh, the the data set's just way better than all the other data sets. The previous data set to study the effects of, say, a neighborhood, you just have these tiny samples. It'd be really hard to see the patterns of the type uh, that Chetty and his and the other researchers were able to pick up in this data set. So I think uh, the point of "Don't Trust Your Gut," my book, more generally, is we're living in an age of enormous data sets and all these questions that are really important in our lives: uh, where to raise a kid, uh, how to date, uh, how to make more money, that. Uh, how to be happier, uh, we could really have credible answers to them only in the last five to 10 years, I would say. Uh, you know, I couldn't have written Don't Trust Your Gut uh, 15 to 20 years ago because there wasn't enough to say. There wasn't convincing research on these big questions, uh, but now there really is. So you are estimating that 25% and possibly more of the overall effects of a parent are driven by where they raise their child. How does race factor into this? Because I'm sure that some will hear our conversation and say, well, does this apply equally across the board without regard for race? Well, one of the cool things about these studies is they were comparing the same family that moved at different times, at times that their kids spent different amounts of times in different cities. 
So in many ways, it's controlling not just for race, it's also controlling for genetics uh, because it's comparing siblings uh, with the same parents, the same generally genes, the same race uh, growing up in different neighborhoods. Uh, Now, there are the actual, there's a, I alert people to a website where you can actually see how good every neighborhood in the United States is expected to be uh, for for uh, for people, and it actually breaks it down by race, by uh, income, and by gender. So there are neighborhoods that are better for, for example, African American boys. There are neighborhoods that are better for Caucasian boys. Uh, one of the big predictors of a neighborhood being good for African American boys is having a lot of uh, uh, black fathers around, even not a kid's own father. Again, uh, adult role models are so important in how kids turn out that black boys who grow up on, in, in areas with lots of uh, black fathers around do better on just about every dimension. Seth, a, f- a final thought, if I may. By the way, the, the book is about much more than the example I'm drilling down on. But this I find so fascinating about the importance of of parents raising their kids in certain zip codes and not others. When Raj Chetty first did this work, he and uh, Nathaniel Hendren, among others, Hendren was a guest of mine on radio, and I was taken with it then, and that's one of the reasons why I was so happy to see that you, of all people, are taking it now to another level. Here's the thought that I want to share and get your reaction to. The reason that it's always made sense to me is networking. It always made sense to me that if you raise your kid among your child, among other children who are hopefully similarly on an ascending track, then just by virtue of those they went to school with or those they played baseball with or whatever the example might be, they're, they're going to know people and have an established network when they really enter the world as young adults. I, I, it, it's definitely true. And I think, uh, you know, I think par- parents have to think, it, parents, there's only so much you can do for your kids. Uh, you know, as far as reading to them or uh, teaching them about the world or even offering connections that you might have. But the, by putting them in the vicinity of, pe- of other people who do things for them, uh, you can really improve their outcomes a lot. And what am I looking for? I'm, I'm looking for two-parent households. I'm looking for college graduates. I'm looking for the type of people, whatever this might mean, who return their census forms. And I'm looking for role models. Yeah. Yeah. And you can even be more subtle. Let's say you're, you think your kid would be a great scientist. Uh, you're looking for adult scientists uh, because that's going to increase the odds that they turn out to be scientists themselves. I wish you all good things with the book. It sounds so intriguing. And I really appreciate your willingness to come by on release day and, and discuss it. Thank you, Seth. Thanks so much, Michael. Seth Stevens-Davidowitz, ladies and gentlemen, the book is titled Don't Trust Your Gut, Using Data to Get What You Really Want in Life. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius X. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. 
Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. So it was in 2013 
2013, nine years ago, that Nathaniel Hendren, a Harvard economist, one of the authors of a study relied upon by Seth, was a guest on this program. And I remember David Leonhart had read about the study. I saw it in the Times. And what was the headline? The headline was, In Climbing Income Ladder, Location Matters. And here is just a snippet of my conversation with Nathaniel Hendren explaining this very subject. If you were born to a family uh, that earns, say, uh, let's put you at the bottom of the income distribution. Imagine your family earns less than $25,000 a year back when you were growing up, say, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, If you were born in Atlanta, you have about a 4% chance today of earning more than $100,000. But if you were born in, say, Salt Lake City or San Francisco, uh, or even uh, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, you have about an 11% chance, more than twice as likely, to be earning more than $100,000 today. From the write-up of David Leonhardt at the time, the study is based on millions of anonymous earnings records being released by a team of top academic economists, the first with enough data to compare upward mobility across metropolitan areas. The comparisons provide some of the most powerful evidence so far about the factors seem to drive people's chances of rising beyond the station of their birth, including education, family structure, and the economic layout of the metropolitan areas. Climbing the income ladder occurs less often in the Southeast and industrial Midwest, with the odds notably low in Atlanta, Charlotte, Memphis, Raleigh, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Columbus. By contrast, some of the areas with the highest rates occur in the Northeast, the Great Plains, the West, including New York, Boston, Salt Lake City, Pittsburgh, Seattle, and large swaths of California and Minnesota. Where? Here's the premise. And now Seth is expanding on it with increased information. Where you grow up matters. Where you grow up matters. And arguably the most important decision a parent's going to make, where will they raise their children? Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program. Weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. And anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer, like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.